to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an outstanding start to your Tuesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available from the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the latest is this. Sunday and Monday's performances from the Braves once again shines the spotlight on the fact there could be different versions of convincing victories. On Sunday, it was just everything that you can imagine stacking up against the Braves in terms of scenarios in which they've struggled. It was a game on a Sunday. It was a series finale. It was a day game. It was extra innings, a lengthy rain delay. Everything that the Braves have struggled with This season on multiple occasions stacked up against them on Sunday. And yet they were able to get the job done with a victory in the last inning in the 11th inning thanks to the bat of Ronald Acuna Jr. So that was pretty convincing, right? Well, then on Monday, they turn around and they have one of the more dominating performances that they've had in quite a while. A complete game shutout from Bryce Elder, Matt Olson's bat, Looks to be coming around a bit. His first home run in 15 games, an 8 to nothing victory for the Braves. So, in whatever fashion you enjoy baseball, this you know, offense, uh, the you know, offensive minded, you know, dramatic, stressful games like you got on Sunday, or the dominant, easy wins like you got on Monday, it's nice to see the Braves be able to win multiple ways. But even more so, after the stress that was there on Sunday and getting the series split with the Phillies, it was nice to come back and get a pretty easy win against the Nationals on Monday night. And as I mentioned, there were plenty of great takeaways from the victory on Monday night. And it starts with Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder now, for the fourth time since mid-August, called upon to make a spot start Well, this time around, he actually, it was pretty much known that he was going to be making his next start after the injury to Spencer Strider. But for the fourth time since August 14th, Bryce Elder not only made a start for the Braves, was not only effective, but continues to improve in terms of the dominance that he has shown. Now, again, it needs to remain in context that two of those starts have been against the Marlins and two of those starts have been against the Nationals. And that has been... Strategic, I feel, when it comes to the Braves. The Braves are okay with giving elder starts against teams that the Braves are likely going to be able to beat due to their offense alone. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But make no mistake, there is relevance in how good Bryce Elder has been. I talked about it after his last start, and he continues to validate it more and more each time out. Elder, nine innings pitched, six strikeouts, no earned runs. He's only the second Major League pitcher over the past five years to throw a complete game shutout within one of his first ten career appearances in the Majors. And he's the first Braves pitcher since 1990 to have a complete game shutout in one of his first ten career Major League appearances. That's how historic his performance was last night. But again, he again puts together... Another bullet point on the resume 
that Elder could be a relevant factor when it comes to the Braves' rotation as we move forward. Again, you know, just since the last time we talked, Mike Soroka was put on the IL, season-ending IL, with elbow soreness. We know Waskar Yanoa is going to be out next year. We know that Ian Anderson has ended a disappointing year with an injury. So when it comes to the Braves' rotation options for 2023 and beyond, Bryce Elder has taken advantage of an opportunity to make sure that he is a relevant name to consider, and it's great to see his continued success. But speaking of success, there perhaps is no better sign of success than Matt Olson last night, connecting with his first home run in 15 games. And even more importantly, we're starting to see hopefully a bit of a turnaround. This is the second straight game in which not only Matt Olson has been able to produce an extra base hit, but an, but, a, but he's also driven in runs with an extra base hit. Getting back to what makes him so valuable, delivery, delivering big momentum-shifting hits in the middle of the Braves' order. Again, we don't need for him to be among the best hitters in baseball. That, you know, if he wants to do that, that's perfectly fine. The Braves just simply need for Matt Olson to get back to, to delivering the big-time power or the big-time extra base hits that we know he's capable of on a consistent basis, and him doing it in back-to-back -back games is a great sign for the Braves. But another great sign, was Ronald Acuna Jr. returning to the lineup the day after he delivered the big hit in the win over the Phillies, and also the Braves tinkering with their lineup a bit as they're fully trusting their offense against the Nationals. While Monday was a fun day for the Braves, especially Bryce Elder on the field, off the field it also had to be a pretty memorable day as the Braves and their staff visited the White House to celebrate their 2021 World Series title, and perhaps the best thought, quote, what have you from Monday's visit is that the Braves plan on being back. They don't plan for that to be the last visit to the White House due to a World Series title that they have over the next few years. And of course, on the field on Monday, before the excellent performance from Bryce Elder and the offense in general, there were plenty of notable occurrences before the game in the lineup and during the game in the lineup. For one, Ronald Acuna Jr., after getting the big hit on Sunday, was able to return to the lineup. He had missed much of the Phillies series due to back soreness. The Braves, again, just taking precaution. The Braves were able to still get a series split thanks to Acuna's heroics on Sunday, but seeing him back in the lineup was definitely a great development for the Braves, especially with the fact that he was able to play right field. The other thing that stood out was that Michael Harris was put into the cleanup spot. Now, we know that Harris has spent much of the season batting ninth, and then batting eighth, and then he moved up to sixth or seventh regularly, but just with how special he's been over the past two months, basically now, the Braves needed something to get their offense going consistently, so they put Michael Harris in the cleanup spot. He was one for four last night with a run scored. It'll be interesting to see what the Braves do with him moving forward. Typically, you've seen Matt Olson or, you know, at times Travis Darno backing up Austin Riley in that cleanup spot. If the Braves decide to try to balance out their order and take advantage of how productive Michael Harris has been by putting him in the cleanup spot, that could be a very interesting dynamic to put behind Austin Riley because, of course, you've got uh, Michael Harris's speed as well. So 
It'll be interesting to see what they, the Braves do with Michael Harris as kind of a lineup chess piece as time goes on, especially if Matt Olson and others start to get hot. Could Harris move back down in the order just to make the bottom of the order as dangerous as it's been over the past few months? That'll definitely be a narrative to watch over the next week or so. And also, at the bottom of the Braves order, Marcelo Zuna last night. A uh, home run, two RBIs, two hits. He's ha He has nearly a 900 OPS over his past 15 games played. When he's been in the lineup, he's been delivering some pretty key hits at times. And also, it's relevant of the fact that Orlando Arcia got a start last night at second base and was able to deliver a home run. Now, make no mistake about it. Orlando Arcia, when he was given the opportunity to take on the second base role full-time when Ozzie Albies was out with his broken foot, he was not able to deliver. That's a big reason why Von Grissom was called up. Of course, Von Grissom, for much of the month of August, had an outstanding start to his Major League career. But Grissom has fallen off a bit. Only nine of his last 46 at the plate entering last night's game. So with that being the fact, Orlando Arcia being able to get a spot start, which I think last night was more than anything, him delivering a home run, if the Braves could at least get one of the two between Orlando Arcia and Von Grissom going to end the season on a good note, that'll be a big boost for the bottom of the Braves order. Now, I think that Von Grissom certainly deserves the starts if we go into the postseason Albies likely may not be available for at least the first time the Braves play. If he is, obviously that's a great development. Ozzy Albies will get the start. I still think Vaughn Grissom is the best option to start at second base due to upside. But the but Orlando Arcia performing like he did at the beginning of the season, that would also be a great development to where if the Braves needed either a bench bat or they needed another option at second base, Arcia could step in. So the Braves are starting to see some hitters who had struggled or who have been struggling over the past few months. They're starting to see them come around a bit. And if uh, Michael Harris can be inserted into that cleanup spot and produce, following him in the order, Matt Olson and the other options, if those bats can get going, then again, we're starting to see a Braves lineup that one through nine can compete with any other offense in the majors. And that's the other thing that stands out about this series against the Nationals, is that the Braves clearly were betting on offense when they put together their starting rotation. Bryce Elder on Monday, tonight it'll be Kyle Muller. On Wednesday, it'll be Jake Odorizzi. Make no mistake about it, with Spencer Strider going on the IL, there was strategy in putting together this starting rotation against the Nationals. Number one, it allows for Max Freed, Charlie Morton, and Kyle Wright all likely with extra rest to be available in the huge series against the Mets coming up this weekend. But the other reason why the Braves did this was because they were clearly betting on their offense being the difference maker against the Nationals. In the 16 games that the Braves had played against the Nationals so far this season, coming into Monday night's game, the Braves have scored 98 runs, hit 35 home runs, and had a team OPS. This isn't a few players. This isn't one player. The Braves, as a team, had an 859 OPS against the Nationals. And they were 12-4 against Washington this season. 
The Braves, with a few injuries that have occurred, they just decided that they were going to bet all in on offense in this series with hopefully their young pitchers and Jake Odorizzi doing enough to limit the Nationals' offense to put the Braves in a chance to win in these three games, and Monday it paid off. So the Braves went all in on their bets when it came to their offense, and so far it's worked out just fine as they got another victory against the Nationals on Monday night. So it'll be fun to see Kyle Muller, much like we've seen Bryce Eller, Kyle Muller get his number called once again. Muller definitely improved. In the second half of the season at Gwinnett, he did go through a few injuries this year. But overall, his stuff did definitely improve at times at Gwinnett as the past few months have progressed. Him being able to put together an excellent start for the Braves against the Nationals would be another feather in his cap when it came to putting together a nice end to the season with some success at the Major League level. The Braves don't need for him to be as dominant as Bryce Elder was, more than likely. They just need for him to put an effective start together. A quality start would be great. That more than likely gives the Braves offense what they need to get the job done. But at the very least, Kyle Muller putting together a successful start will be another very, very good way to, to potentially end his season. He may get another start before the end of the year, but it'll be a great development for Kyle Muller, and it should be enough for the Braves offense to once again get the job done against the Nationals. Kemp, thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. (laughs) 